The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Inside Out with your host, Beth Green. This is James Maynard, your co-host. Today's topic, Ask Madame Bazurka How to Increase Love and Passion at Any Age. Madame Bazurka is on a roll. This dead Transylvanian psychic lady is fresh from her first ever video appearance on the topic of how to increase love and passion at any age. And this is featured on YouTube.com. And she's ready for more. I just scratched the surface of the topic, she said in a recent interview, and I'd like to go deeper. So join us. Ask her why age doesn't matter when it comes to love, passion, and sex. Learn more of her tips for deepening your connection to your partner and yourself. And have more experiences of energetic connection with her. Experiences that open you to that spiritual-sexual connection to life. For those who don't know her, Madame Azurka comes out of Beth's mouth, but she's her own free spirit, and people just love to hear her on the show. So stay tuned to this episode to enjoy the wit and wisdom of Madame M. Call in your questions, live or email, and watch her video on YouTube for even more. And now, here's Beth from the Inside Out. Hello, everyone. I'm very glad to be here today. I'm looking forward to this show um, because I'm always looking uh, into how to increase love and passion in my life, and I'd love to share some of the things that I've learned with you and also to unleash the power of Madame Mazurka on the show. And do call in your questions and your comments. We'd love to hear from you. But to begin with, I'd like to just do an opening where we just connect. Ah, so if you're sitting in a chair, settle in. If you're doing the laundry, oh well, <laughs> just tune in for the moment as we feel that our hearts are connecting across the waves and across the distance that there really is no time or space when it comes to internet radio. Yes. Why is it so important to increase love and passion in our lives? It's not a trivial question. It's not about glamour. It's not about sex per se, although, of course, sex is in there. It's not about romanticism. It's about a fundamental human need the need for love in order to thrive when we're children, when we're babies, when we're infants, when we're adults, when we're old people. We all need touch and we all need love. Yet, few of us are really being fulfilled and nurtured in those ways, not as much as we need, nor are we as loving as we could be. We've talked on Inside Out in many ways, and we've come to this from many different angles to increase our own happiness and to make ourselves much more of a blessing on the planet. But today, we're going to be addressing directly the whole issue of how to increase love and passion at any age. So many of us have become focused on our image, our work, 
our appearance, our responsibilities. We don't even take the time to consider the question. As we uh, grow up and uh, become post-pubrescence, after we pass through puberty and we go through the teenage years, then we're supposed to be into that phase of our lives where love and passion are supposed to be part of our lives in our 20s, in our 30s, maybe in our 40s. For those of us who have long passed those ages, we know that there's very little attention paid to us in terms of love or passion because we are now seen as the elders, as the grand folks or whatever. It's as though love and passion is only in existence for a short period of human life. Well, that isn't true. We need love as babies. We need love as big babies. We need love as we're going into our second childhood. (laughs) And we are capable of love and passion at any age. Now, Madame Mazurka has done a fabulous video on how to increase love and passion at any age. And it is available free of charge on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and type in Madame, M-A-D-A-M, Mazurka. M-A-Z-U-R-K-A, and you can watch that 20-minute video. But today we're going to be addressing different aspects of it because it's really a huge topic. The first thing, then, is for us to acknowledge that love is important, and so is passion, to feel passion for our lives, to feel passion for this radio show, to feel passion for our relationships, to feel passion for play, to feel passion for one another, actually energizes and invigorates us, brings us into a much more direct relationship with life. We are passionate. We are connected on a deeper level. That's another really important aspect of human life. It stimulates us. It's exciting. It's gratifying. And passion is sexual, and it isn't only sexual. And we will be talking about sex on this program as well, especially the energetic aspect of it that we can have at any age. And I mean any age, because our little kids that seem so innocent also are very capable of having sexual feelings. So we need to be aware of that as well. And then there's other kinds of passion and love. Of course, we know that there's passion and love between parents and children, not only between uh, men and women or between men and men or couples. There are many, many kinds of passion. There's passion for causes, and there's passion for God and the spiritual path. How many of us actually feel that passion, feel how passionate we really are about having a deep and profound and alive connection with the universe. So let us commit this time and this program to increasing love and passion on so many different levels, levels that we may not even be thinking about. So with no further ado, I'd like to invite Madame Mazurka to join us. Madame Mazurka, are you there? Yes, darling, I am here and I'm very happy because I'm very passionate about Inside Out. I want this program to be a very success and I want you should be success and I want 
to reach more and more people because if you are a success, then more people will see me. And so there you go. Well, thank you for that honest uh, disclosure about uh, your self-interest in supporting Inside Out. So (laughs) (laughs) we are, in fact, always delighted to have you on the air. So why is it, Madam Mazurka, that you feel, because you're dead and, uh, you know, uh, and you have been for who knows how long, because we never really get a straight story about Madame Mazurka and her biography. Um, Madame Mazurka, why are you so passionate about the subject of increasing love and passion? Well, this is a very good question, because um, it brings up a very important point. You see, you are alive and I am dead. Well, I can have certain passion being dead and um, I can have uh, certain kinds of relationships being dead but there are so many things that I cannot do because I am dead but you you are alive for at least as long as you are and you have so much more capacity to experience these kinds of ways that you associate with you're using the words love and passion and so I I feel so impacted to want to bring this mm, passion for life and passion for ourselves and passion for one another and passion for the connection to the people when they are living. Because you see, when you're dead, it's everything is different. So, and by the way, James, I'd like you to feel like you can jump in and uh, be part of the interview of uh, Madame Mazurka as well, because I'm sure that you'll have many questions as well that you can bring forward. Uh, so you yeah. care a lot about um, about speaking about these things now while we are still alive, while we can still do something about it. Oh, yes, darling. And then there is other reason that well is a little more esoteric, but, you know, we are all connected, you see. So when you guys on the earth, you see when you're increasing the love and the passion on the earth, you will see that there is a change vibrational frequency that goes throughout the universe. And so I am the indirect um, beneficiary, beneficiary, right, Uh, as are the rest of us. And it actually changes everything. You see, you can't change one thing without changing everything because everything is connected. So we really want to see that there is more love and um, more passion on the earth as this is part of what is going to help the whole universe to evolve. Well, that's a very interesting thought and really brings us uh, to feeling that this is a responsibility and not just a self-indulgence. I'm so glad that you said this because, you see, so much of the conversation about love and passion is very superficial and is totally not understood. It's always about pleasure, as though pleasure was something separate from spirituality or, or from the universal life force or any of these things. But actually, this is not the case. This is not a superficial conversation. This is a deep and important conversation. Well, I'm very happy to hear that. So... Um, I know that already on your video, you talked about tips on how to increase love and passion. And so I'm wondering if you, because I know you don't want to repeat yourself, but um, because you really you know, want people to go and watch you on the video. But what would you like to start with to say about how we could increase love and passion 
Uh, well, I have to repeat something that I was um, talking about also on the, um, the television, the, radio, uh, the video, because this is such a crucial question. We, um, but I'm going to take it from a different angle, from the more universal perspective, because we have more time here, see, that is, do you really want to increase the, the, the passion and the love in your life, or are you only playing lip service, or you're not even paying attention because you're so busy, or so tired, or so obsessed, or so, and your ego, or whatever. And so, how much actual energy are you looking at putting into uh, making this change? And do you respect it? Do you see its value? I think many of you have not. You think that uh, everything else is more important. It's like the money or, you know, you pick a partner that you may not like so much but is going to get you ahead and you think that this is a good thing. But actually, on a universal level, this is not a good thing because this is not increasing the love and passion on the planet. It is diverting energy from it and diverting it to something that is also important, which is a survival, but is not a substitute for this. So there is very big importance um, to all of us realizing that this is sacred, that God has given us the love and the passion for a reason. And that passion is something that comes from the heart as well as from the body and from the spirit. And so there is much importance in this. And when I ask you to look at the question, so are you interested in increasing the love and passion? I want you to understand this is not just about your personal pleasure or your personal growth. You see the humans are still, especially the live ones, are still very obsessed with the individual as though it existed in a vacuum. But those of us who have gone on and who understand things at higher dimensions, they, we understand that you're not separate entities. So if I am asking you what, uh, uh, if you want to increase your love and passion in, the, in, in, the, in your life, that you are actually not only speaking for yourself, but you are representative of much of the energy on the planet and you are part of the transformation of that energy into a more loving and passionate kind of energy. And simultaneously, you are impacting so many and so much of what is going on on this planet. And so I'm asking you this question now and I want you to look very seriously. So everybody... Stop doing whatever you're doing for the moment, if you can, unless you're driving. And then we don't want you to stop driving and say, oh, Madam Mazurka, so that the police will come and they will arrest you. And you'll say, well, it's not my fault, fault officer. Madam Mazurka told me to stop doing what I was doing. <laughs> so don't do that. But I want you should, um, if you can, is to stop what you're doing and focus on this question. Do you really want to increase the love and passion in your life? Or are you obsessed too much with the ego of how you are looking and not how much you are connecting? So everybody can take a moment to ask themselves this question. So James, darling, what is it that you would say about yourself? Well, I definitely want to increase the love and passion in my life. And I'm noticing that when I think about my approach and how it's been, uh, it's hard not to be focused on myself because, like, I, I experience the greatest oneness with my partner, uh, typically, uh, historically, when I'm having an orgasm. 
And it's hard not to be single-focused when <laughs> you're having your own orgasm. Um, so that's the height of oneness in, 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 historically for me. Um, and yet, uh, in recent years, I've been learning more about how to experience that oneness, uh, really connected with that other person through the heart and, and, and um, energetically. Um, so... I would like to increase that so I can feel more alive, uh, the, the greater aliveness, and also just have a richer experience uh, with my partner. That is very wonderful that you are bringing this there, because let's talk about orgasm. Um, so, well, uh, this is a good thing that people can have this experience, but what is orgasm? But let's ask ourselves this question, those of us uh, who do have them, or have had them, or wish they had them, or remember that at one time that they had them, will tell you, well, <laughs> what is this experience? This is a pulsation experience. This is an energy explosion experience. There is, is a very highly tactile um, uh, experience, very much a physical um, and uh, touch experience. But really, we all know on other level, and you're already alluding to this, uh, uh, James, that uh, this is more than that. This is, a, is energetic connection to the infinite. When you are orgasming, the reason that you're feeling so wonderful is because you are not yourself in that moment. Mm-hmm. Not in the narrow sense in which you commonly know yourself. Mm, you you yes. are not just that um, that persona, that personality, I should say, that calls himself James. You're a very big being then who is having a universal experience of, of connection of waves of the energy that are moving out to the universe. And what is such a shame is that so many people do not know this and that what they are doing is they are limiting their experience of the orgasm to the individual personal by their attitude and by the way they are feeling inside. And this is something that we need to address because this could be different. Yes. Wow, that's very helpful. It certainly feels like I'm overpassing myself. There's some sort of transcendent experience that happens. You could not have that if you were not having transcendent experience unless you think you are just a machine. Mm. Yeah. Not the experience that you're talking about. You're talking Mm. about something where you feel the flood of the energy coming through you in waves. Do you not? Yes. That I can't control. This exactly, and what is that? But this is the surrender to our connection to the universe that is bigger than yourself. Mm. Well, thank you so much for that, Madam Mazurko. We are now going to be going to a commercial break, but I'd like to encourage those of you who can to call in and ask Madam Mazurka about increasing love and passion in your life, or you can also send us an email. But in any case, we will be back. This is Inside Out with Beth Green, and we're interviewing Madame Mazurka, who is one of my personas <laughs> coming out of my mouth, on how to increase love and passion in our lives. Don't go away. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Channel. 
bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, bethgreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training, and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Hi, welcome back. And welcome back to Madame Mazurka. We're talking about how to increase the love and passion in our lives. And if you just tuned in, uh, Madame Mazurka is one of my personas, so she sounds a lot like me, but uh, she isn't exactly like me. <laughs> She's an aspect of my consciousness, if you must know. Anyway, um, we were just talking about uh, passion now on a sexual level, which is, is not the only level that we've been discussing. And... Um, we were talking about how orgasm is really a way or can be a way of connecting us to the infinite. And Madame Mazurka was bringing to our attention that we tend to think about love and passion as being a very personal thing that's coming to us or from us, and this is a personal experience, but that it's actually impacting everything because we, we're all connected. The universe is connected. So if we increase the love and passion on the planet just by increasing it in our own lives, we're actually uh, having an impact on the whole universe. So I kind of like that because I do believe that it is true that many of us have the idea that love is just, you know, not as important as food or, you know, and passion is kind of frivolous or you know, some some of those kind of backgrounds and belief systems that we have. Now, we also understand that we need to eat, and there are a lot of things that people need in addition to love and passion, but that doesn't mean that they are even, uh, that they are less important to us. So, um, Madam Circa, I think we should go on with this discussion about the cosmic nature of um, our sexual experience, if there's anything else you would like to share. Well, there actually, there really is, because I'm just even getting warmed up on this topic. Because, uh, you see, again, the people, they think that they are, everybody experiences themselves as that, but it, it is a very normal thing, is because of the way the human beings are designed, the nervous system, the body, you know, all of these things. But, in fact, we are, very connected. Now, when you are in the experience of uh, the sexuality and the touch, then um, 
what is happening is that you're already moving beyond a certain boundary because you're moving beyond the border of your own body to connect to the body of another person, which most of us don't do most of the time. And so what happens is it's like if you put your finger on something um, what are you feeling now? Are you feeling the piece of wood under your finger or are you feeling your finger feeling the piece of wood? So in that respect, we understand that when we are in touch uh, with somebody else in the physical form, we are already uh, transcending the way we normally experience ourselves, which is discrete in the, the small pieces. It's like we are separate because we are already touching the other person, uh, what are we feeling? Are we feeling their skin? Or uh, are we feeling ourselves feeling their skin? Or their skin is feeling us? And so this is part. And so in the sexuality, there is a very important uh, factor that can be developed and cultivated, which is the sensitivity to the connection with the universe through the um, specific connection of the other person. And then there is more, I will say, uh, I'd like to say about the orgasm that has to do with the uh, issue of the loss of control. So I will come back to this because I see that there is a caller and I would like to invite, since I invited the callers, so I would like to invite the Irene uh, from San Diego to ask her question. But do not let me forget, uh, James, that I want more to talk about the issue of control in love and passion. Great. So, Irene, uh, what, yeah. uh, welcome to Inside Out. Thank you. And um, I, I am really interested in increasing the love and passion in my life. Right now, I don't have a sexual partner, but I have many people in my life who I love and care about and communicate with. And uh, I was thinking about, you know, how, what do I think increases love and passion for me in those relationships. And I think it's the connection, which for me is doing a lot of, of listening and sharing, of, of really hearing them and seeing them and also uh, sharing myself with them. But if... Can you speak? How can how can I increase that? Well, this is a good question because, and in fact, it is very in alignment with where we were going just before uh, you ask your question, because um, is. Uh, to increase your love and your passion for the people when you're not in sexual relationship is very much the same process, which is to allow yourself to experience an expanded level of energetic connection with them. So when you say, oh, I loved that movie or I love ice cream or I love the forest or... I, I love babies or whatever, is this what is happening is that the normal defense mechanisms that you are having that are blocking you from having complete 100% experiences are being dropped because in that moment you are feeling very safe. Okay, so the ice cream isn't going to hurt me so I can love it. But of course the reality mm-hmm. is the ice cream is going to hurt you if you eat too much of it, but that's another topic. <laughs> or the, or the, the tree or whatever. So something that you in your 
your mind, you say, oh, I am safe here. And so I can open my heart chakra. I can open myself to other levels of experience with this uh, thing or this person or this tree or this experience. I can watch a movie. I can read a book. I know that you, Irene, will sit in that room and you will read a book and you will love that book. And that book cannot jump up and hurt you. Mm -hmm. And so what is happening is you are letting down the blockades to the love and passion that would be normal and natural if you were not blocked. So you can have exercise that you can do with friends or with uh, the people because you are, you know, you say you have people in your life and you can look at them and say, let us do an exercise where we together, we are going to feel ourselves. What is, uh, we will look at each other and we will say to each other, what is it that could block us from trusting us, each other enough in this very moment, only in this moment, in order to have a complete openness of that connection. And then you can, then when you get through conversation or whatever, then you can do energetic connection. By the way, in my video, which I hope you have all watched or you will watch, that you will see Madame Mazurka. I do energetic the connection with the people and it's very um, very powerful to do that but you can do this too just with yourself you look at one another and you're looking in each other's eyes and then you are feeling your heart opening and your heart sends the energy and their heart receives the energy and then the heart of them they send the energy back and then in order to become complete it really should go also into that groin area because that is not only reserved for the sexuality in the narrowest sense of the word, but is part of the complete connection. So you're talking to each other, you're looking into each other's eyes, you're connecting in the heart, you're connecting in the root and from the root to the root and wherever else you can feel this and you are feeling in this moment, when, when are you being blocked? Uh, you can stop and you can say, I don't understand what's happening to me, but I don't feel 100% my um, excitement and my passion for being with you at this moment. You know, mm-hmm. And why could that be? And so you begin to use this not only in order to have these wonderful experiences, but you're also using this in order to heal yourself so that you can have these wonderful experiences. Because we, if we begin with the assumption that it's possible that to have such passion for everything. There's no reason that you can, should have more ca- compassion for a cup of tea than you would for uh, your best friend. So, yeah. we, right? So, this is... I love the, that. I love yeah. that. that that's a, I love that because that's a very practical, very real thing that I can do, and it feels doable. This is very good. So go go practice and get your friend doing it too and get everybody doing it. And, that, uh-huh. and um, so thank you for your call. You're welcome. Thank you. So I'd like to add something to that because I think this is such an important point that uh, we're, we assume that disconnection is normal. Mm-hmm. rather than that connection is normal. So thank you for calling, Irene. You're welcome. 
So, uh, yes, if we started to assume that connection was normal, we would walk around all day in our lives wondering why we feel so dead and why we feel so disconnected rather than accepting that we feel dead and disconnected and thinking that that's normal. Good point. And then what happens is that we go to, um, to experiences that are like sex or like binging or like uh, other experiences like that that are very intense because they are, um, they are the kinds of experiences that take us out of the normal deadness of our daily lives. And this is what we're seeking. So if you're feeling, uh, James, for example, uh, from the example you were giving before, that orgasm is a heightened experience, well, it could be. But it doesn't have to be the only heightened experience. In fact, it doesn't have to be the most heightened experience. You can have that kind of heightened experience with everything, but we don't experience our lives that way. A lot of it is because we don't love what we're doing. We don't love where we are. We don't love the people we're with. Uh, and we're putting up with, or at least we're focusing on the negative. So I think that one of the things that we should add to this conversation, don't you think so, Madam Mazurka? Absolutely, Beth, you should continue with this. So I think is that um, we have to look at increasing the love that we have for everything around us in order for for us to feel more passion for them. And some people will say, well, you know, I loved my husband, but I was bored, and he was like an old shoe, and then I met uh, someone else, and I could feel passion again. Well, it may be. That may very well be true, and we can't uh, judge every experience as right or wrong. But what it is possible is that maybe we are not exactly loving that person or feeling loved by that person, and that there are things that are going on in that relationship that are actually dulling our experience of love and therefore of passion and that we're just accepting that as being the case and that when we meet someone who re-stimulates that kind of passion in us, all they're really doing is reminding us of an experience that we have had before that we are looking for that we now associate with them. Good point. That's a very common experience to have, have that deadening go on over time because people get more and more blocked to each other. Exactly. And then we think that, oh, this person has brought passion into my life or that. And it may be in the sense that that person may have reawakened in us that ability to feel passion and love in our lives. But that doesn't mean that they are the cause or that they're the only ones where we can have that experience. And after we work on our relationships and we see what might be blocking the passion, as you said, James, you know, perhaps years and years of deadening based on anger or resentment or pettiness or ego or hurt or pain or things that are real or maybe not so real. Oh, I've never had any of those emotions. Absolutely, and neither have I. And so when, when we, uh, if we work through all of that with that person and we still feel no passion for them, then we really need to be looking at what kind of relationship we're in. If we want to say, okay, you know, I'm 92 and right now 
uh, I'm not ready for a change. I don't have the energy and I really don't want to do this anymore and I'm okay with things being the way they are. I like an old shoe and that's that. Well, we have a right to do that, but we are certainly not increasing love and passion and uh, we can absolutely try to do that. Phil, and I want to say that even when you're 92, you can be doing the the passion because the, the passion, as I have said before, many is the is energetic and there is no reason that this exchange of energy and the coming, the back and the forth cannot be for the person of any age. There, we do not get beyond this need and we do not get beyond the capacity to have energetic uh, experiences. Well... Um, James, is there anything else you'd like to say before or ask before we well, go? Uh, yeah, well, I'm supposed to remind uh, Madame Mazurka about the issue of the loss of control uh, in, yes. in the process of uh, uh, sexual experience. Yeah. Well, I would like to say that this is the whole thing is that uh, we are, are so afraid of one another, and this is going to be, I can only speak briefly because then we go to commercial break, but that uh, we are so afraid of one another that we are uh, afraid to give up control. When we give up the control, something could happen. Well, it's true. Mm. We give up control, something bad could happen. Something good could happen. At least something could happen. But <laughs> when, when you are in the orgasm, what happens is that the universal's energy, if you are thinking of this as the wave in the ocean that is goes beyond the uh, ego personality that when you connect to that, that wave is so strong that it washes away in that moment that uh, fear and that uh, we lose control. But um, it would be much better to lose control uh, in more ways than that. And because in that way, we are also able to uh, experience more passion. So um, I am going to talk more about this when we come back because people would, might think, oh, therefore I should be drinking or smoking pot so that I can lose control. And uh, this is not what, what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about becoming unconscious so that we lose control in that unconscious way um, or losing our inhibitions in that way. I'm talking about losing or overcoming the fears that are the barriers that block us from losing control in the good ways. Okay, well, with that, we are going to uh, take a break. And we do encourage you also, again, if you have a question about how to increase love or passion at any age, please do not hesitate to call in or to write to us. So until we do not go away, we are just going to take a, a, a commercial break. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, BethGreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. 
Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Welcome back to Inside Out. For those of you who are just tuning in, we are talking about how to increase love and passion at any age, and we are interviewing Madame Mazurka, who is one of my alter egos, <laughs> who comes out of my mouth uh, whenever she is invited on the show or she wants to come. And um, so I would like to ask Madame Mazurka to address... Madame Mazurka, by the way, is dead, uh, so don't look for her in the, uh, in the phone book. But uh, I would like to ask Madame Mazurka to talk a little bit about the role of beauty and looks in uh, passion. Because as much as we would like to say, oh, looks are not important and, you know, you can feel passion. And so it seems like so often we hear, oh, she was so hot, she was so gorgeous, she was so sexy, she had whatever it was, especially, or he's such a hunk or whatever. And it appears to me that uh, that... People are saying, at least, that there's a lot of passion is aroused in them by looks. Well, darling, this is very easy confused because um, I'm going to tell you some secret here. This is not very big secret, but this, for many of you, this is going to be news, is that one of the reasons that uh, the good-looking people arouse so much passion in other people is that they are putting out the energy, I am so attractive, I am so attractive, you should be attracted to me, you see, because they feel so desirable. You see, when you're a little ugly duckling child or you become an ugly duckling and a teenager or the woman in the terms of the, uh, of the, uh, the traditional sense of, of uh, beauty, then you're not feeling that you're very attractive when you don't feel very attractive, you do not put out the energy, the uh, hormones, uh, the, all those things that you need to. And so it is not usually actually the looks itself, but the energy of the person that they're putting out that makes it appear that they are so attractive to people. So thank you. Uh, now we see that we have the, the Todd from San Diego. Hi. Hi. I have a question. I seem to have passion, but I'm trying to get my wife to have more for us to have sex more often. Okay. So you're asking how to increase her love and passion. Right. Is that... Well, well, darling, this is a very understandable question. I think that you're expressing a certain pain. Uh, 
which we, I could have some compassion for this. Um, I think that uh, the first thing that I see about you, Todd, is that you are also confused that you do not see the many ways that your wife does have passion for you. So I'm glad, really, that you've asked this question. This is such an important question because we tend to look for passion in a certain form. Yeah. So, we think that, oh, the passion is going to show up because the woman is uh, spreading her legs or, or uh, that is the, uh, the bringing uh, the chicken soup or whatever that uh, the person should be doing or the man brings the flowers or something like that. And then we don't even notice that, the, that uh, and I think this is true. I'm going to get to your question more specifically, but first I want to tell you that I feel in myself that your wife has much passion for you and in many ways that you do not recognize. So the first thing, of course, that you have to ask yourself is, how does my wife actually have passion for me and why don't I see it and feel it? What is in me that is blocking the the realization of this and the sense of the feeling of this. So this is going to help you very much, I believe, because it will turn your uh, focus to what you are receiving uh, yeah. fr- from her already. And that is, but I think, um, uh, so to, to answer part of the question that I'm asking you, but I'm going to partly answer it for you. <laughs> this is that... Um, this is the um, your uh, you you lack the self confidence in such strong still although you are getting better you are getting much better but you are still lacking the self confidence and the, the value so is this such perfect that you uh, that you asked me this question right now because this is so related to the issue of the looks isn't it you know that the woman who feels confident in her looks is going to walk out the door and she is going to be exuding this feeling of confidence that she is so attractive. And mm-hmm. the woman who is gorgeous in the other ways, uh, maybe uh, you know more traditional ways, but she has no self-confidence, is going to not feel like object of passion. Now, people will say, oh, this is beautiful woman. Oh, I see this is a beautiful woman, but she will feel cold. You see, whereas the, the, the woman is less beautiful in the sense of the traditional uh, judgment. Now, this is not in my judgment, you understand. But if she is uh, very comfortable with her body or her sexuality or she's very confident with herself, she is going to be expressing that. And so everybody will feel so much more attracted to her. So there is... Um, Another point for you, so you can say, well, are you not experiencing the passion that is there because you don't have the confidence in yourself to actually trust that it is there? But also, um, when uh, you do not uh, feel the passion if for yourself, then you are going to be exuding more of your despair and neediness for this, the validation when you are there. And see, this is going to dampen the wife. Now, I'm not saying that the wife does not have her own issues, but I am addressing the things that you actually can do. Yeah. And that could make very big difference for you. And so I would like to make a suggestion that you and your wife, you have um, exercise where you look at one another. And I want you to ask her point blank um, do you feel passion for me? And she will say yes. 
because she does, and she will say, and you will say, in what way? I want you to tell me in what way. And I want you should see if you can take this into yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, because uh, you feel some this woman maybe telling you wonderful things about yourself. You're so cute. You're so handsome. You're so whatever. So smart. So, and you're and is not uh, is not penetrating because you are uh, you do not have this passion for yourself. Thank you. Great. I wrote it down, so I'm going to do that. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to help uh, the, the live people. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. So, uh, Madam Mazurka, I think we, uh, we should talk uh, also about well, what happens if you have a partner who really doesn't feel any passion for you. Fellas, why are they your partner? This is something that people act as though this was the Middle Ages. Uh, well, in the Middle Ages, you had to wait for your husband or your wife to be killed. And then you didn't have to wait that long because there was a war or there was uh, some plague or there was childbirth. You could always be sure. I mean, the Henry VIII he did not wait. But for many people, you see, this is the... Uh, they, uh, especially the aristocrats, they didn't wait any way. They were always humping one another. But uh, they knew they had marriages that were uh, so much uh, really for the politics, uh, the politics, as I should say. And so they uh, did not have love or passion for one another. And that was accepted, that they were going to be straying whenever. But um, so... Uh, but also that the, the partner was going to die. There wasn't that sense that people have, you know, that they think that, oh, forever, the the nuclear marriage was always, oh, 50 years. It wasn't 50 years. People didn't live that long. Oh, but I see there's another caller, so I will stop this uh, rambunctiousness right now. So is... Uh, Beth, would you like uh, to invite our caller? Yes, Madam Mazurka, it's Erica from San Diego. Erica, would you uh, like to uh, make a comment or ask a question? Welcome to Inside Out. Oh, thank you. Yes, I've been listening passionately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love... Have you really? I have. (laughs) It's uh, stimulating all kinds of thoughts in me. Um, And I'm recognizing, I think, from the conversation that love and passion require that we grow as we mature and or try to mature and age and that the very nature of love does change and we can probably expect more if we're putting in the hard work. Yes. So, I don't know. I'm, I guess I would love a prediction from Madam Mazurka. <laughs> of course, it's coming right back to me, but um, Madam Mazurka, do you see love and passion in my future with a particular man? Well, I, yes. No, go ahead. No, no, finish. I was thanking you about finished. Well, I didn't know if there was going to be an or in there. You know, I, you know, I, I think of alternatives. Well, if it's not with a particular man, maybe then I will just continue to experience a new love and passion for life. And that will be that. And that will be what I'm meant to have. So, 
I'm looking for a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand that. And for every once in a while, uh, Madam Mazurka makes prediction, but mostly this is not in my job description. But um, <laughs> I, I, I've, I can tell you certain things that I can tell about you, Erica. So let me tune in. Uh, to the uh, to you, Phil. I I have to tell you first of all that there is muffled quality in you. So this is, um, you know, when you are very young and you have a lot of sexual um, the hormones. So many, you see these hormones. They and these feelings. They can uh, bring you past so much of the emotional stuff, and so you will find yourself sometimes even when you are young person but you're having more sex or more passion or you're in engaged in relationships and you think always oh, because of age that I'm not uh, doing that. But it, it is and it isn't because you don't have the so much strong hormone to get you past the fear. <laughs> and so what's left is what's left is you. And so I feel that for you that so much of your experience of life is still a muffled experience, if you understand what I mean, is not direct. So the, my, uh, I can't give you prediction, but I can give you advice. Yes, if, please. Okay, so my advice is to remove the muffles or the mufflers or whatever that would, you would call that to, uh, to become aware and start practicing to be passionate with everything you're doing or anything you can. You can start with something that's easier. It might be more difficult to feel passionate about scrubbing the bathroom toilet than it is taking a walk. But when you take a walk, you need to let yourself feel the passion, feel the passion for life or the passion for your life and see and begin to examine all the ways in which you have been protecting yourself that absolutely stops you from having any experience or the deep experience of passion in all these other ways. And I can tell you one thing, which is that when you do that, then you will have more chance to attract a passionate partner than you will if you do not. Oh, I really understand that. Thank you. They're very good. Thank you very much. So I think that we are also quickly, we are coming to a close. So um, I would like to say just a few more words. Um, I, I feel very excited to have been on the program today. I feel like there is so much more that we should be discussing on this topic. And I would like to invite myself back onto the program and uh, allow that the, uh, the people will also feel comfortable to call in or to uh, write to Madame Zerka. So, uh, Beth, are you uh, the game uh, for this? Absolutely, Madame Zerka. I love the topic, and I do agree that there's a lot more to say, so I would appreciate it if you came back. Well, consider it a deal. Yes. But, yes. I have more questions I want to ask you, too, so maybe oh another God. show. It will have to be. So, James, uh, because we're coming to the end of our show today, please yes. do... Um, uh, tell us about what's coming up next week, and we're going to plan on it. We'll have Madame Mazurka come back and talk about how to increase love and passion at any age, maybe next month. Great. Okay, as for next week, our next edition of Inside Out is going to be, When Adversity Guides Us to Our Destiny, Do We Gripe or Embrace It? 
Lots of things guide us to our destiny. Sometimes we have a vision and go for it. Other times things get so bad we just have to change. Think of a situation that was so bad you had to shift course. Did you want things to get that bad so you would have to change, despite your fears or reluctance? Or did you want to prove how bad things were so that people around you would have to support you, even initially they didn't? And when adversity did guide your destiny, did you gripe or embrace the process? Did you tend to focus on the value of the change or the pain of the loss? Whether it's a marriage getting to the breaking point, our health tanking, or our own behavior nearly destroying us. Let's acknowledge how bad things can guide us to move in different directions. Let's look at how we react when it does. Maybe the guru or Madame Mazurka will join us during this show. So tune in, call in, or email. And maybe we won't need adversity to guide us next time. Or maybe we'll embrace it when it does. And now a final word from Beth. Well, thank you so much, James. I really enjoyed the show, and I look forward to talking to Madame Mazurka more on that topic, and I'm also very much looking forward to talking about how adversity can guide us and how we can somehow shift our own reactions to it so our lives become less painful and more fulfilling. So until then, this is Beth Green from The Inside Out. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Listen for the next edition of Inside Out with Beth Green and James Maynard next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.